Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. DGens, it's time to talk about DGen gear. What's the best way to celebrate the holiday season? Religiously? Nope. Musically? Absolutely not. Holiday music is trash. Stylishly? Hell yes. And every year, especially this one, you can refresh your winter wardrobe with our brand new non-denominational holiday season time DGen sweater. It's our Hess truck. With creative, well-thought-out designs, you and your in-laws can directly support this podcast and get yourself a sweet sweater. Head on over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen shop, do yourself a favor, and up your style. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. I mean, good God. You'd have to be so stupid to get scammed by Bernie Madoff. That's that's an awful bet. Oh, this is bad management. Like from an ownership standpoint, filling this in uh, a tight end. I'm just here to be filling Panthers hole. Well, something ca- catastrophic might happen on the show. Like Sex Panther would agree with you. My book is the only sports book where you buy one get one means that you're holding the bag, filling Panthers hole. Playing really well on both sides of the ball. I have this uh, great idea of taking every single popular Christmas song and just, you know, rewriting it uh, to include the word syphilis. Holding the bag on this one. I'm just here to be filling Panther's hole. Mind your P's and Q's around this guy. Is Panther in a good spot or are we ready to go? Or no. No, we're, no, no, we're good. You know, you write your name on the paper, you basically get the L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-
God, it is great to have you back on the Sunday show, Panther. I know that uh, last weekend, the reason why I didn't get to see you was because, or talk to you, is because uh, you were in Vegas. So talk to me. What, how was, how was Vegas? I mean, are you, are you recovered, you know, uh, even if only financially? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm recovered. We didn't get too drained. It was a really, really short trip. Got out there Friday night left out of there Monday morning. If you listen to the main show, you know, getting back was kind of an adventure. We <laughs> weren't able to get on our regular flights, but, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't do a lot as far as seeing, I've seen a vast majority of the shows out there. I know you'd mentioned David Copperfield. I had already seen him, um, seen no some Chris of the Angel. shows. I saw him as well. Actually, no tell her. I saw them. My God. Okay. You've, yeah. you've, really, you've covered your bases with magicians, huh? Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen the magicians. I, I might have been interested in seeing Shin Lim uh, from America's oh, yeah, Talent. He was out yeah, there. He's, he's the card guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the card guy. Uh, Tape Face, seen him twice. Fantastic. Actually, got pulled up on stage uh, last time I saw him. So that that was an adventure. But uh, have, have you ever yeah, been hypnotized I, on stage? What's that? Have you ever been hypnotized? No. Uh, so, no, okay. I, I don't. I don't think I would be hit. I don't think I'm I just, could. I'm just checking. I'm just checking uh, what your mental fortitude is. Just, just there's <laughs> a mental fortitude check here. <laughs> I went. I I went to one hypnosis show, and my daughter, uh, my uh, oldest daughter, not Lily, my my oldest, went on stage, and she was hypnotized through like maybe the first third of it, and then kind of phased out of it, and and didn't. I uh, didn't get through the entire experience, but uh, those hypnosis shows, oh my God, DJs, if you guys have never seen those in Vegas, they're freaking hilarious. They're so much fun. Yeah, those things can be really good. Actually, uh, I when I, when I uh, went to school at, at university, uh, the we had a hypnotist come in and do like an icebreaking thing for our uh, uh, for our like you know freshman class. It was like icebreakers for the freshman class, and you know the hypnotist it giveth and it taketh because. There's some things if you if you're not hypnotized during the uh, hypnosis thing, there's some things that you're going to carry for the, your entire college career during your first week. If you if something goes wrong during that hypnosis uh, and I will tell you it, it, the, it can be funny, but it could also be your reputation. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I, I went to one like the first time I went to one, they made a point. They recorded the show. And uh, so I'm, I'm sitting next to this mom and her daughter. Uh, you know, the daughter's probably in her early 20s. The mom was older than me. This is this is good. Over 10 years ago. And um, so I'm sitting I, I'm by myself. So I'm sitting with them, sitting at the table with them. And uh, we're, you know, talking, shooting the shit. Well, the daughter goes on stage and she survives the whole thing. She's under the, the whole thing. And she was a riot. So mom couldn't pass it up. She had to buy the DVD just so she could show her daughter how funny it was. Man, that, so that is how that racket works. That is how that's how you make triple on that whole thing. You have the live DVD right there, ready right after. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Jesus. Okay, I'm I'm starting to see how this works. I think that maybe uh, the uh, the band that I play with needs to incorporate a hypnotist or something, if only to maybe uh, uh, shake some change out of the pockets of our listeners. So, or 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 maybe just pull people on stage and have them like sing with you or something. Especially get the you know drunk you know. Um, was the, the the not the brides but the bridesmaids get Ooh. them up there whatever oh my god then you're selling dvds well yeah exactly exactly i was actually and that brings up another great question are the drunk hypnotizable or is that does that somehow uh put some fog in your brain or something that makes you unhypnotized because again if you've seen these shows before folks there's it's it's like a trance 
And I wonder if, uh, if, if your sobriety level may have something to do with your ability to enter into such trance. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's uh, too much life. science for me. I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's hilarious. You know, the last time I was in Vegas, it was March 1st of 2020. The world was a way different place. And me, myself, and the homies were draining a bottle of Don Julio at 9 a.m. just outside of uh, Caesars. So it was the best of times, and it was the best of times. Um, now, Panther, when you and the sex kitten are in Vegas, what is the drink of choice? Um, she does this weird thing where it's usually like Miller Lite is her beer. She's a beer drinker, but she does something like she adds uh, olive juice and olives. And then sometimes like she tries to make like some kind of mochilito or something out of it by adding a Bloody Mary mix to it. Um, so she does these really weird concoctions with her drinks. Um, I actually am, am not a huge drinker, but when I do drink, uh, especially out in Vegas, I'll go to uh, Fat Tuesdays and get one of those, uh, you know, giant ass, basically 7-Eleven slushies that are layered with alcohol. Aha, I see. The, the Those those big old fruity things. Oh, my God. They, I, had, I had a blue raspberry lemonade several years ago. Oh my God. I I probably could have died from drinking. I could, you just, you, you can't even taste the alcohol. They're so dangerous. Like you're just sitting there. I remember a couple of years ago, I got up one morning, take the bus, go down to the Venetian. I'm going to gamble at the Venetian. I've got this great Baccarat layout where you can play four different tables at the same time. There's a fat Tuesday upstairs. So I, I do a few sessions of my Baccarat. I go upstairs, go to fat Tuesday, get me one of these concoctions, come back down, playing some more Baccarat. Mind you, I haven't eaten a thing all morning. <laughs> and so I, I'm like, I'm finally get to the point where I was like, Oh my God, I got to go sit down, lay down. So I go right next door to where we're playing the, the Baccarat is the sports book. And I go in there and they got these like individual little booths, if you will, where you, you sit down and make your bets and do whatever. I, I, I look like a high schooler in study hall taking a few hours. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, I'm glad that they uh, gave you a nice little respite from your gambling. And speaking of Baccarat, you said that is your game. And unfortunately, out here in my state, Colorado, we don't have that game available. But what you said, you're like a scientist when you go to Vegas, and you do better when you're alone. So when you go into the lab, and you're and you're playing Baccarat, what's what's the strategy? How do you uh, how how do you play the game? I, I don't know anything about it. So just okay, give me a crash course so I can so if I if I accidentally, you know, find myself in Vegas, I can potentially win myself a buck or two. Dude, it, it, the, the the thing about it is it's there's actually nothing to learn. You place a bet, okay? And okay, the bet no, wait, is, oh, okay, before we even go, that sounds like a Panther game perfectly. This oh, is, absolutely. This is this is perfect. You don't you really don't know how to there's no rules of the game that you need to know. The dealer needs to know them because how the cards come out um, just determines whether there's a third card played or not. But as for you, the player, the only decision you make is essentially gambling on heads or tails. And and then the cards come out and, and th that's it. The only, there's no like blackjack. Oh, hit me. I've got a six hit me. No, it doesn't work like that. It, you literally just place the bet and watch the cards come out and you win or lose. So the, the science to it that comes out for me is just comes down to mathematics, statistical probability. And uh, I, I fade away from the tables more recently. I talked to Arch about this a lot of times off air. Um, he runs some simulations for me and, and has some stuff on his computer. But uh, it's just one of those things where they always talk about the house edge in, in uh, Vegas or, or in casino games. But one of the things that's always true about the house edge is over long term, when you're playing any game, 
statistical probability always comes back to average. So what I'm looking for is something that is out of the norm. Uh, you you might get like six bankers in a row or, or uh, not necessarily six bankers in a row, but you've had like a 60% banker out of the last 50 hands, last 100 hands. It's been very, very heavy on one side. Well, I'm going to bet the other side because statistical probability says we're going to get back to the norm. And the way you get back to the norm is for the other side to start carrying its weight. Got it. Got it. Okay. So you're basically just betting like heads and tails, like you're saying, and you're like, if you get a bunch of heads in a row, you're going to start betting on your tails. Essentially. So in, okay. in Bacharach, I, this, this sounds like a game that I can like, really get into. This sounds like a game oh, that yeah. I can actually follow because I'll be honest. I don't like math. I don't like counting. It's it can be hard. I can I can handle blackjack. Blackjack I can handle, but you know this seems like it's somewhere between uh, blackjack and craps because I also have no idea what happens on that craps table and all the funny bets that are available there. <laughs> oh my god, craps is another science thing too. But that that is uh, man. If you want to just go kill some time, drink and have fun, and don't care if you win or lose, craps is where it's at, man. That table oh, yeah. rowdy. Well, and you need to have a table, though. You need to have a table with people. You can't just be like you and one homie at the table. It's got to be a crew. Well, it's got to be a crew if you want to have fun. If you want to, <laughs> if you, you want to lose, yeah, you want to lose your money, then yeah, if you, you want to play crafts and have and make money. <laughs> you don't want a bunch of drunk stupors sitting around. You you want to get in, place your bet. You're looking for certain things. Bet, get your money, get out. Okay, Panther, I am enjoying talking about Vegas for you to the extent that next time you are in Vegas, listen, you are down the road from me. I have plenty of sick time built up at my job. I can catch a little uh, COVID or something like that, let's say, and uh, have to quarantine myself in Vegas for, you know, 10 days or something. How does, I mean, I, next time you're there, let me know because I want to see this Baccarat system in, in play. I want to, uh, be at a craps table with you get to get to roll some dice have some fun that this sounds that sounds like a good time to me we, we may have to have it uh have it happen my um my youngest son will turn 21 next december he just turned 20 oh. this weekend and he's clamoring to go back to vegas i took him as a teenager he wants to go back at 21 so there might be a trip uh. in the future he may want to play some real bets. I like this. I, I teach it, my kids well. <laughs> yeah, they're really cut from the same cloth, Panther. This is true. This is <laughs> when I had my daughter. When my daughter was ten or eleven, I had her pitch and dice on a craps table, dude. <laughs> oh my god, it's Are kind you... of a big deal, run. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, this this is healthy. You you are you are producing the kind of uh, young adults that the world needs more of, Panther. And you know, if they if they would apply this stuff in school, like you're taking math, algebra, statistics, all this crap in school, they'd apply it to gambling or, or teach these kids like craps or or blackjack or something like that. They they wouldn't struggle so much in math. Now they got this new math. These kids can't do two plus two. I know, I know. The problem is you don't want them to only know how to add up to 21. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. There's a, there's, a, there's a balance. There's a balance. Well, Panther, you and I were recording bright and early on this Sunday morning, so we've got all kinds of lines to look at. Y'all know every Sunday I check in with the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Panther, we did this last time you were on the podcast. I want to do another Snap Judgments with Panther section. So I have some... NFL and other things. I just want to say, and you will say what immediately comes to your mind. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. The Los Angeles Rams. Overrated. Mm. The real, even, even at, after the three losses, 
you think they're still overrated? Yeah, well, yeah, because I, I think um, people think those three losses are kind of a fraud or that they'll get correct. And I don't know that they'll get correct. I think they are who they are. And uh, Sam Darnold, as much praise and numbers and everything he's put up over his career, I get it. The Lions sucked. His career in Detroit sucked. But I never saw him and still don't see him as that much of a huge improvement over Jared Goff. We're not looking at like a Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or anything like that. Uh, Stafford is a fine quarterback and above average quarterback. Um, But this team is going to go as far as – Daryl Henderson takes them and that defense takes them. And what's curious to me is this was a team that was highly successful and they thought they would go over the top and they wouldn't go get Von Miller. They go get Odell Beckham Jr. And they haven't won a game since. Um, So I'm not saying that those are bad moves. Um, You know, those are both really good athletes, but this, this um, stigma that the Rams were Super Bowl favorites. uh, I was never on that train. And these losses, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a victory lap or validate anything. Um, and I sure don't want to in, endure Max's wrath. But um, <laughs> this, this uh, I, I'm not enamored by this team whatsoever. Awesome. This best snap judgment I've heard. Okay, here we go. Vic Fangio's chances of another year. <sighs> Man. I think Van. I think he's. I think he's fine. I think he's overproduced in Denver. Agreed. I think the big question in Denver right now is Bridgewater. I think he was a stopgap, but just like when he was at Carolina, just like when he was at New Orleans, this dude just finds a way to win. Denver, as you know, you you live out there. This oh, yeah. is not a team that's inundated with talent, and yet Bridgewater finds ways to win. This defense finds ways to step up. I. I I don't think he's a franchise quarterback, but man, I, the way they're playing right now, I don't know how you say, okay, Vangio's got to go, uh, go and Bridgewater's got to go. They're, they're probably a 500 team, but at this point, I think they've at least earned one more year. I think so. All right, Batman versus Superman. Okay, God, I'm going to endure so much wrath for this one. Superman is a freaking god. These little stupid cartoons and movies that make Batman like he could beat Superman <laughs> is just comical. It's he's a freaking mortal in a, a Playtex outfit. I love Batman. The movies are fun. The Dark Knight is probably the best superhero movie, including all the Marvel movies. But Superman's gonna kick his ass 100 out of 100. But Batman's rich. Okay. How many more Tom Brady seasons do we get? I mean, yeah, I, I think what you're looking for is regression. Tom Brady, even though he, he really runs around with what I would not call the, the greatest physical fit bod, his nutrition level, his dedication level, his mental preparedness, this guy's, I mean, he could go three to five more years. What Tom Brady is doing is absolutely incredible. Um, and And I think we've learned now over the last, God, eight years now. I mean, you can't bet against this guy. Uh, Tom Brady, I, man, maybe he plays till he's 50. I don't know. He's a freak. He's a freak. He uh, really do, you, do you tip when served a free drink in Vegas? Oh, absolutely. Good answer. Good answer. The Vikings playoff chances this year. Um, You know, it's the NFC, so I'd say they're actually pretty good. And they play in that really weak division. The Bears aren't good. Mm-hmm. The Lions aren't good. They get the Lions this week. Um, so, you know, you 
take some teams out of there that we thought were going to be there, like the Seattle Seahawks, um, Carolina Panthers, Philadelphia Eagles. They're they're not very good. Minnesota right now is tied with Washington for that seventh spot. And, you know, based on how weak the bottom side of the NFC, the, the NFC is really top heavy, right? With Arizona, Green mm-hmm. Bay, Tampa Bay, and Dallas. After that, you know, the Rams, the 49ers. I mean, yeah, I, I, they're better than 50%. Let's just answer your question. They're better than 50% chance. There we go. Will the Lions win a game this season? The remaining schedule is Vikings, Broncos, Cardinals, Falcons, Seahawks, Packers. I only hear two names that would give them a chance, and that would be the Seahawks and the Falcons. And on paper, no. <laughs> I, um, I see the same thing. That doesn't mean I'm not going to be betting the plus lines every week. <laughs> but, but but here's the thing: they they have. There's no reason for them to throw games, right? The um, right. Jacksonville and Houston both already have two wins, so Detroit almost statistically has the number one pick locked up. They can safely they, win a game and earn some respect just for funsies. Yes, and, and and the thing about you know Max brings this up too is Dan Campbell um, like this coach, and and you know I think the players want to play for him, and he's going to go, he's going to put together a game plan, he's going to try hard, and these players, players are never going to throw games. This is their jobs they're talking about, so they're going to go out there and give their best to try and win a game. Um, but you know, look. The way the Seahawks are playing, the way the Falcons are playing, I think those are their only two best chances. I hear you there. I agree. I agree. I don't think I don't I don't know if they're going to get a win, but I'm going to like betting those plus lines. I'm going to be looking at them every week for the rest of the season until they get a win, at least. All right, <laughs> who is the worst team in the AFC West? Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, or Broncos? The worst team. We don't know. I don't know if we know who the best team is either. But who's the worst? My God, that's so hard. I, honestly, I think, I think probably right now it's probably the Raiders. I I agree, and, and that's and the, the, that's they've got more that, talent. I think they yeah. have more talent than the Broncos. I oh, think yeah. they have as much or more talent than the Chargers. But um, you know, with no actual leadership uh, in, from the coaching staff and not having a head coach, which they really haven't had for the last five years, um, and then you know, even with the players, Derek Carr, um, I think is is a a good guy, a stand-up guy. He loves that franchise. He loves where he's at, but I don't know that he's a quote-unquote leader. Um, so they really need somebody to come in that's going to demand respect, command respect, and get more out of this team. This team could be better than what they are, um, but where it stands right now, I think they're the worst team in the West. You're saying bring in a Harbaugh. Is that what you're saying? They better fucking not. <laughs> all right. This is John. I'll take John. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. The Jets are 0 and 11 all time history versus the Eagles. How does that make you feel about your Eagles minus six and a half pick today? Um. Look, I think the Jets, the, the Jets wins that they have have been kind of more of an indictment on the teams that showed up. You know, Tennessee lost and didn't have their two best wide receivers. Cincinnati, even though they're seven and four, they're they're just still not a very consistent team. And they just kind of showed up and probably looked past the Jets. Um, this Eagles team, like I said on the main podcast yesterday, they, they played very well on the road. I don't know if that's that they're just more focused or the Philly fans get to them and they just don't want to be there. Um, but I think I think the Eagles go into uh, New York and take care of business. 
Very good. Very good. And finally, how do you feel about the NFC, uh, the NFL season being kind of over the hump as far as being over and having to bet other sports, especially with the MLB lockout looming? Uh, not looking forward to spring. I think we are. I think we are in trouble um, for a major league baseball lockout. You know, fortunately, we've got basketball and hockey to sustain us all the way till freaking June is when right. the, the finals are. But um, no baseball. You're telling me, you know, we start talking preseason, spring training, all that stuff in March. We should be looking at April. I think March 31st, April 1st, somewhere down is uh, opening day. And I don't get to talk baseball. Um, not really? looking forward to that. So players get off your greedy little asses, sign on the dotted line and get to work. Cause we do not want another year of no baseball. Listen, if the players don't do it, then it's just going to be us listening and following, uh, our homies on the NASCAR pod. I'm telling you, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that, that'll be all. And, and we're, we may have to start learning about golf and tennis or some other shit. I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah. We, we got winter Olympics coming up. <laughs> Oh, oh, stupendous, stupid! You wanna, you wanna know what? I love betting bobsled. I love betting bobsled. <laughs> oh, bobsled is like the most watchable thing. And curling, I, I've gone curling. Curling is so much fun. See, there are curling centers out here actually that are like you know office party kind of situation things. But it oh seems like the God. kind of thing that would be a good time. You it's know? a riot, dude. You got to do it. Everybody listening, if you've never been curling, find a place to go and go. It is so much fun. Panther, how are your knees? with curling i just want to i just want to check knees can last through the curling well yeah i i mean i do i do pretty well i, I went okay. when i went curling it was about four or five years ago so it's been okay. a while all right. i haven't gone in my 50s yet <laughs> all, right. all right well we'll see well i i i think that we should maybe if we go to vegas maybe we find a curling place in vegas that'd be a nice respite from the desert heat <laughs> uh, i think you gotta you gotta tell the homies you guys are gonna be coming out here to indiana in 23 um, for you know an old '80s party uh, wedding reception, so uh, uh, we'll all go curling then. I like it. I like it. We will. We will be prepped and ready. All right, DJ and homies. Speaking about being prepped and ready, it's time to talk about mybookie.ag. With mybookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, and CS:GO. That's right. Although I may know nothing about Anonimo Esports or the Copenhagen Flames, Arch has been making a pretty petty betting esports and you should too you nerds my bookie is well traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything so sign up now using the promo code absolute dgen so we can keep the lights on around here and my bookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to one thousand dollars whether you're at home on the go on your laptop or stuck in a single match of valorant for like four hours you can bet win and get paid with my bookie everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All righty. Panther, on to the picks for the day. I am... You guys were prefacing this NFL Sunday with the fact that these lines are real sharp. And I was I was seeing that very much. Now, that being said, you bet on seven games. So you did you think that the lines were sharp and you just liked things, or did you uh did you have did you have some uh I don't know inter- uh, not so great feelings going into today? What what's the thought? 
Uh, you know, you always, when you make your bets, you always feel good about your bets and you wake up the next morning and you kick yourself in the ass. But I think a lot of the games that we're looking at are, are you've got a lot of haves versus have-nots, right? You got like the, the Eagles and the Jets, the Colts and the Texans, the Cardinals and the Bears. So the favorites, I'm going to be absolutely stunned if any of these favorites lose these games. So now what you're really betting on is that line if they cover and if you've listened to yesterday's show you know i'm on a lot of these favorites yep. um the one game that really stands out is denver at kansas city this is and true. That, dreaded, that dreaded kod so i'll be interested to see where you are uh, on that if you're gonna add a little tongue to this thing and french kiss it Goodness. Well, yeah, we will. We will. That is the last game that I will be betting today before I get to my fades of the week with my spread bets. <laughs> but the first thing that I would like to get to is Bucks at Falcons. And I hate to be anti Georgia, but I think the away team is going to smash the home team in the uh, whatever that new Mercedes Benz arena is two nights in a row. Bucks minus 10 and a half seems like an ugly line, but the Bucks are the Bucks. They got Tom Brady. They're. Maybe they're up for a close one, but I frankly like them to destroy the Falcons in an arena that maybe filled with Bucks fans or worse, look like a Chick-fil-A on a Sunday, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think my consideration, my concern for Atlanta here is I probably should have bet this one, but that offense, they scored 21 against Jacksonville, but okay, it's Jacksonville. Before that, zero against New England, three against Dallas like this this is a team that's really really struggling I think they've missed their window in drafting their quarterback because this is not a quarterback heavy draft that we're looking at um next year and uh, I think it's really time for them to move on from from Matt Ryan and uh, you know Cornell Patterson has been such a, a find for them at running back and you know catching the ball but um man Matt Ryan this, the quarterback and the defense has not played well either. So, yeah, I think Tampa Bay does take care of business. I don't know. I just the ten and a half was a weird number, so I just stay away from it. Yeah, I I can understand why you may want to stay away from it, but I I'm going to go face first right into that one. I one of the themes of today that I am kind of leaning on is I think the better teams are going to win, and I'm not going to kick myself for betting on what I think is the better team in most of these situations. All right, speaking of the better team, let's hope. My goodness. For Mike Zimmer's sake, the Vikings at the Lions. Now, divisional matchups are weird. We say this every fucking week. Divisional matchups are weird. And do you trust the Vikings? I, I'm, I'm a true fan of this team, so I, I never trust them. Do you trust them? I trust the offense. It's the defense <laughs> I have a problem with. This offense can score with anybody in the league. Um, but, you know, that defense gives up so many points. You know, you're looking here. They gave up 34 to San Francisco. They're not exactly a juggernaut. 31 to Green Bay, um, 20 to the Chargers, 31 to Baltimore, or excuse me, 34 to Baltimore. They lost that game. And, um, you know, Baltimore has been one of the more inconsistent teams all season long. Oh, yeah. So the reason I trust them in this game is because Detroit just can't score. This is like a 14, 17 point team, even oh, yeah. against that Vikings defense. I just don't see how Detroit keeps up. So one of the things that has me concerned, and this is part of why we do the Sunday show, is that line has moved half yep. a point in Minnesota's it, favor, and I am scared of that. <laughs> I know, yeah. I saw it move, quote-unquote, mercifully to seven. And uh, that that may be good news for those who've waited a bet on this one. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a good bet. Uh, it, may just, it may just make you feel a little bit better for saving some pocket change on <clears throat> some sense by not having to buy the points or something, but or that half a point. But 
I think that this is that Zimmer keeps his job this week. I think that the Lions are going to be the Lions. I've been liking the Lions too much over the past like month. So let's about face and be on my Vikings squadron. Vikings by a touchdown. Yeah, I will say this. If the Vikings find a way to lose this, <laughs> they're without a coach come Monday morning. You think? Do you really? Uh, you really think that that would be? I mean, yes. what would they be? They'd be five I, and seven. I, I think it would have to be. You know where where they are now at five and six and two and four on the road, going against a team that hasn't won, that can't score, that's that really hasn't been that good. If they go into Detroit and lose this game, whether or not they fire on Monday, I'm just telling you. If I was the president or the owner of this team, Zimmer's gone. You've been wish casting Mike Zimmer out of this team for like almost his entire season. And I listen, I, I don't think you can cut losing coaches slack necessarily, especially when they've been uh, with a team for so long. And especially when it's like a guy who prides himself on his defense and the defense has kind of been led the team down, but the, like, too much talent. There's just too much talent here. I, Oh, I, t I totally agree. There's too much talent. I totally agree. But this is, a, this is, uh, this is par for the course with this team. And I, if you're going to take out, if you're going to uh, send Mike Zimmer uh, on a dirt nap, where are you? Who are you going to get to replace him? Who's going to be the replacement? And what kind of what? Who's really going to bring this team up? I'll worry about that in the offseason. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, see what the names are. Kick, kick the can down the road. See, no, this is that's not the way you do it. Like, what? Go get like Mike Tomlin, maybe. See if there's something happening with this. You know, no, there's. I I don't think that there's. Um, I don't, I don't think there's a better coach out there right now. To be frank. And and may, maybe there is that I'm not thinking of, but I I think that even if Zimmer loses, I think that the organization is going to stay rock steady with him for the rest of the year. That and that's I mean that, that's that's just me reading the tea leaves. But let's well, move on. The, oh, sorry. The reason no. well the reason I said I'd have to look at it is because the new the new trend anymore is to go get the the red hot coordinator, and the, those are the guys that are having the success, right? The the Lafleurs, the McVeighs. Um, even Sean Payton, you know, way back when, when he was a coordinator for the Cowboys, that that's where you're finding. So I don't know those names off the top of my head for current head coaches. Nobody pops up. But so if I was to do some research and go uh, find some coordinators, uh, I'd probably come up with some names. But I just don't know how they could possibly keep Zimmer after this. Yeah, as long as they, <clears throat> excuse me, as long as they don't rehash Freddie Kitchens or something like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my God, please no. All right, let's move on. Ravens and Steelers again. Divisional matchups are weird. After a four interception performance uh, this last week, I think Lamar Jackson is primed for a great week. Now again, divisional matchups they stay weird, but fuck it. The Ravens are the better team, and on a day. Where y'all think Vegas is sharp, it is prudent to believe in the better team to win. I'm doing so, and I am hopping on the Ravens minus four and a half. Yeah, this Pittsburgh team is somebody, well, both these teams are just somebody you really can't get behind. Now, I did see yesterday that they announced TJ Watt will actually suit up and play for this game. He cleared, uh, cleared COVID protocols. Ben Roethlisberger came out and said this will be his last season in Pittsburgh. Um, so I don't know, is that supposed to be some kind of rallying cry, win one for the Gipper or some bullshit? I don't know. Um, but this Steelers team, I was high on them coming into the season. Ben was fit. He had lost weight. Najee Harris, um, best running back in the draft. Uh, you know, the, the wide receivers are there and, and they're just not putting it together. Yeah. Baltimore was done. Every see, we don't talk about it, but Baltimore was dealt a really heavy blow at the beginning of the season when they lost both of their running backs. They've never really been able to replace them. Um, they don't have, you know, what I'd call a staple of go-to receivers. So Lamar Jackson, they're the number one seed in the AFC. And we don't talk about that. Lamar Jackson, despite how 
inconsistent he's played is literally carrying this team on his back. Yeah. If they don't have Lamar Jackson, I don't know if they win another game. Oh, I hear you. I, I hear you. But, and, you know, to be frank, they almost lost the game because of him uh, this last week, uh, based on his, I mean, from the four interceptions, but he, he is the guy they win and they lose by him. And it, it is clearly a team that is designed around him, his success. And, you know, I, I think that they've kind of changed the MO a little bit where they can play from behind. Whereas in years past, it seems like if they're playing from behind, they're kind of garbage. It seems like they can actually, you know, uh, get into a boat race here and there with some teams and uh, definitely make it interesting. And I, I did trust them before the season began. I'm just going to say Panther, my two, my Super Bowl bets. I had the Packers on one side. I had the Ravens on the other side. So I'm, I'm not totally unhappy right now with how that's going. I'm, I may sell before the playoffs, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and hedge that bet a little bit. But um, no, yeah, you're right there. At least you have two teams that are going to make the playoffs. Let's, let's keep that up. Let's keep that up. All right. 49ers at Seahawks. God, I hate the hook. I know, I know you lean the Niners, but what kept you from betting this? You're, I mean, you were almost on everything this week. I was almost on everything this game. And I think the fact that it's only three is what kept me off of it. Oh, it's three and a Four. half. Yeah, it was three and a half. Like, why is it not seven? Like, ah. Russ, Russ doesn't look great. The 49ers are playing fantastic. They're four and one on the road. The Seahawks are one and four at home. They're not playing well. Uh, Russ can't cook. They have, like, four different running backs, and none of them are healthy. And this is only three. If, not very many games sound trappish, but this one sounded really trappish. If anything, I'd almost suggest money line in the Seahawks. Oh, my God. Well, you you said it basically. Divisional matchups, they're weird. The Seahawks could play spoiler in this matchup, but the general talent and the Seahawks' inability to get the ball to DJ Metcalf on, Metcalf on a game by game basis speaks to the lack of play calling or otherwise on field talent that they do possess. I don't care how weird these matchups are, and the, life is for feeling uncomfortable. So let's get really weird and take the Niners to win by three and a half. I let's stare this trap right in the face. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got no issue with it. The 49ers scored over 30 points in their last three games, and the Seahawks have scored 0, 13, and 15. I'm telling you, three-point line, that it just it scares me to death. I hear you. I, I, I agree, but I'm going to take the better team today. Now, this is my instance of not taking the better team, I think. The Broncos at Chiefs. Now, this is Homer pick coming in hot. Y'all all talked about how sharp the lines were yesterday and this week, and I think that this is the week we see some history in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is 7-0 versus the Broncos. That streak will not continue. The Broncos, I think they are live to stay in this game. I think that Fangio is having a, a great season, an, an unbelievable season for what he's done this year. And I think this is going to be, uh, with the spotlight on this game, this is going to be a fun one. I am going to for I'm going to bet the Broncos with the points, but I'm going to money line the Broncos as well because I want to have the most ultimate kiss of death imaginable on this podcast so that people know to I don't know take like the the Chiefs by forty or something. You know, plus three twenty. There's there's definitely some uh, some value there, but here's the thing with the Chiefs that we, we we talk about it every week when we talk about Kansas City the offense still has not looked right the defense has corrected itself mm -hmm. right they've given up 17 7 14 and 9 against some good offensive competition but the offense still kind of leaves you a lot to be wondering what's going on as I mentioned in yesterday's show Andy Reid has a strong strong history 
of coming out very healthy off of a bye week. Kansas City's coming off of a bye week. And um, look, I, to me, I don't think the winner is 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 a, in question here. I think the Chiefs win this game. Um, but how close the game is and how Kansas City's offense performs is what I'm really looking at here. And given their history, I mean, we're going back all of last year and even parts of 2019, Kansas City just doesn't cover. This is too much of a line um, to to not take Denver plus the at, at the time it was nine and a half. Now I'm seeing it trickle down to nine. So I think a lot of the public is grabbing those points as well. I think the Chiefs win this, but probably more like six or seven. Dang. Well, maybe it's a super public bet, and uh, maybe folks should stay away from it because this seems this seems like one that uh, almost everyone's on. But I. I like the side I'm on and we're going to have some fun tonight. I'm I'm going to be excited to watch this game uh, this evening. I, I always look forward to seeing uh, my hometown Broncos be in the spotlight. It doesn't always turn out very good, but that doesn't mean that it won't tonight. So let's, let's have some hope and have some fun with that one. Now let me get to my spread strategy. The spread strategy went one and four last week. So clearly it's been bad. It is bad and it's going to probably continue to be bad. So it's a good thing. I'm only betting money. I can basically shake out a Panthers truck seat cushions. Here are my spread bets for the week. Cardinals bears under 43 Vikings lines over 46 and a half football team Raiders under 48 49ers Seahawks under 45 and a half Broncos chiefs over 46 and a half Panther. How many of those am I going to lose this week? Um, you know, I, I think the the league has really been trending to the under. Part of it was, uh, as Max and I talk about the preseason or lack thereof, you know, teams trying to find themselves, particularly on the defensive side. And I think you see now that we're past, you know, the halfway point or, or just past the halfway point, defenses have really gotten a lot stronger and they've got game film. So I think your underplays um, are going to be pretty good. That Kansas City game, I don't know. You're going over the, yeah. I mean, okay. Some matchups are weird. Twenty-seven. So you get you need to be twenty-seven to twenty. Honestly, I I don't know. I don't know if it gets over that. Um, Here's what I will say. We'll add to that game though. I've been in Kansas City. I've been in Arrowhead for a primetime game for Monday Night Football. Sunday night, Monday night, no no difference. Primetime, only game on TV. Dude, it is a college atmosphere. It is loud. It is proud. Those fans come hard. And, um, yeah, so it, it, the Broncos are walking into to an environment that is so, so much fun to be there live. But, uh, you know, 47 points you got to get to. I don't know if I'd bet that one. <laughs> all right. All right. I, that's the one. That'll be my one loss for the week. So maybe we'll get th- uh, four wins and we'll, t- we'll turn this ship around after my very terrible performance last week. <laughs> Degens, that is all that we've got for you this morning. Please come on out to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Buy a sweater from the merch shop. You can follow us on the podcast uh, on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. Follow Panther at SexPantherDGen. I'm at SaxyMaxy. Panther, take us home. I'll do a repeat from yesterday. This was the uh, Panther parlay that I like for today. I love the Miami Dolphins. The Indianapolis Colts are going to roll. And the Denver Broncos, now we've got a French kiss of death. We're like down there tickling tonsils. Put those three together. That'll be your Panther parlay. But um, you guys, like Maxie said, we're hanging out. Facebook, Twitter, call us out by name. We'll call you back. But most importantly, let us know what you did last week, what you're going to do today when it's all said, done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.